Jeremiah, Shir number 78, the final Shir. Sidkiel was 21 years old when he became king and he reigned for 11 years. His mum was Chamutal. He did what was evil in the eyes of Hashem like Yehoiakim had done. It was because the anger of Hashem was upon Yerushalayim and Judah until he would cast them away from his presence that Sidkiel rebelled against the king of Babylonia. Not a smart move. Happened in the ninth year of his reign, the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel. He and his entire army came to wage war against the Jewish people. They put a siege around it. The famine was excruciating. There was no food. Eventually, the city was breached. and All the men of war fled and left the city during the night by way of the gate between the walls. The Chaldean army chased them and the king overtook Sidkio near Yericho, near Jericho. They seized the king and brought him up to the king of Bava, in a place called Rivla, the land of Hamat. He spoke words of judgment to him. Basically, you were supposed to be loyal to me. Why did you run away? What's, why did your people not just give in? The king of Bava slaughtered Sidkiyahu's sons before the king's eyes. He also slaughtered the officers of Judah in Rivla. He blinded Sidkio and they bound him in copper chains and brought him to Bava, where he was put in the place of detention until the day of his death. In the fifth month, on the tenth of the month, which was the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Bavel, Nebuchadnezzar, chief executioner, who was in the service of the king, came to Jerusalem. He burned the temple, the king's palace, and all the buildings and the walls of Jerusalem all around, all destroyed. Some of the poor people, the remainder of the people who were left in the city, the defectors who had surrendered to the king, and the rest of the masses were sent into exile. But the chief execution left some of the poor people in the land to work the fields. We know from other sources and from earlier in our book that was Gedalia and a bunch of men who would be able to work the land. No point destroying perfectly good, fertile land. The copper pillars of the base Hamikdash and the stands and the copper sea that were in the temple of Hashem were shattered, carried, taken off to Bavel. The pots, the shovels, the instruments, the bowls, the spoons, everything that was used was taken away as well. The chief executioner also took Sariah the Cohen, the chief Cohen, and Sephania, the deputy Cohen. And Shloshesh Shomri Hasaf, three of the gatekeepers from the city, he took one officer who was in charge of the men of war, seven men from those advisors to see the king's face who were found in the city, the secretary of the general army, they were all taken. Nebuzadran, the chief executioner, took them, brought them to the king in Rivla. The king struck them down and killed them. And Judah was exiled from its land. This is the people who Nebuchadnezzar exiled. In the seventh year, 3,023 Jews. In Nebuchadnezzar's 18th year from Jerusalem, 832 souls. And in the 23rd year, Nebuchadnezzar, the chief executioner, exiled 745 Jewish souls. Altogether, sure you've done the maths, 4,600. Happened in the 37th year of the exile of the king. That King Yehoiachin, King of Judah, was released from prison. He spoke kindly with him, the new king above all that is, and the Jewish king, and set his seat above the seat of the other kings who were with him in Bavel. 
He changed from his prison clothes and he ate his meal before him regularly all the rest of his life. His allowance was a regular allowance given to him from the king each day's portion on its day till the day of his death all the days of his life. And with that little conclusion comes the end. So what can we take away? We can take away that negatively the Jewish people are stubborn, refuse to listen. Oh my goodness, how many of the same prophecies did we have to listen to during this 52 chapters? Everything comes from Hashem. Nothing is by chance. If we just turn to Hashem and develop our relationship with Him, that's what Hashem wants, not to put our faith and our trust in the foolish things like in the olden days, physical idols and today where we can work out any parallel to the ancient idols and think, where do we put our trust? What don't we see? When we see nations that are strong, it's only temporary just until Hashem decides he no longer wants to use them as his weapon against us, God forbid, or others. As Rat Hashem, God willing, we will start a new learning program tomorrow. Chazak, chazak, v'nis chazik. Have a good day.